I can be any kid on the block. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They're slugging it out. A left to the jaw, and... Oh, my block is knocked off. But you can press it right back on. It's Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Press this lever. He throws a right. The other a left. Knock his block off. You're the winner. Wait till next time. You can Rock'em Sock'em with the Rock'em Sock'em Robots by Marks. Welcome back to another episode of More Than Marketing. I'm Rob Johnson. So it's definitely been a while since I've sat down and actually recorded a solo episode of More Than Marketing, but I wanted to take the time, especially this week, to give an update as to how things are going. You know, when we started this podcast, we talked about how, you know, we're going to document our business. And, and I think we've done a fair job of that, but we haven't done a consistent job of that. And a large part of that is just due to all of the different irons that are in the fire and making time for things where we can sit down in a controlled way and actually talk about the things that have been going on. So as of this recording, it's uh, June 1st, so we're in the last month of the second quarter, and things have been volatile, to say the least. I mean, uh, 2020 has been, from the beginning, a very odd year, um, just from, you know, just just from, uh, you know, people who passed away that were unexpected, like Kobe Bryant, then leading into COVID-19, which is obviously uh, far more systemic. And and now with the protests and riots that are going on, uh, 2020 has been a very, uh, I, would, I think, frustrating year uh, for for me uh, just to see all of the people that's going on and, and, and also very sad. So as far as how it's impacted business, you know, we made a post a while back saying that, you know, we lost about 50K on the initial run of COVID and we're probably nearing that $100,000 mark right now, which is, you know, quite substantial. And it's something that, you know, we always prepare for, you know, you always prepare for an exit strategy, but the one thing you don't prepare for is the government being closed down for that long. I mean, especially as a newer business, it's something that is difficult to, um, something that's very difficult to understand and, and really just wrap your head around. And as we're starting to gain traction back, things are starting to look up. And, and you know, sadly, a lot of the businesses that either we patronized or we knew um, have closed permanently. I know, speaking in Fowlerville here, a small town that I live in, uh, several businesses have closed permanently, whether it's restaurants or shops or, you know, it's it's a very tough thing to come back, especially when you are in that type of a low margin business. And and there's a couple of restaurants here that have shut down and a couple of other miscellaneous businesses as well. And that seems to be the trend that's going to be taking place throughout the remainder of this year as people try to reacclimate and also make decisions on where things are moving. But for us, you know, we're going to continue to expand. We're going to continue to grow. Um, we've been focusing a lot on the Speakeasy Podcast Network down in Louisville. If this is your first time listening, Speakeasy is basically a studio space soundproof premium equipment located in J-Town on the east side of Louisville. 
where business owners and hobbyists can come in and record podcasts. And then we take care of the distribution, the editing, the mastering, the social media consulting. And we can even take care of, you know, the, the actual advertising of the show, if that is something businesses uh, would like. So it's, it's very much a premium white glove service for people that want to get into podcasting and, and don't really have the experience. And I've been in the space, you know, since 2014. So it's something I'm pretty familiar with. And I know a lot of people in Louisville are very excited. So the hard launch is July 1st. Um, and then we're going to go from there. And then also we've been working on Wayne Media Group, which is a, it is, you could see it as a parent company to Wayne Consulting, but basically it's going to be a Louisville only advertising agency that does videos and, and basically it's for, it's for mid-level businesses that want to engage in high media production from videos and podcasts to also uh, heavy advertising on social media. So that's going to be operating solely in Louisville and Wayne Consulting will continue to be a Midwest company. So there's just been a lot of different things we've been working on and especially, you know, our team is probably close to 10 people between, you know, those three platforms and it's just a lot to manage and especially for me as a, as a fairly new entrepreneur in the space, it is, it's always changing, you know, things are always changing and and it's difficult at times, you know, I'd like to sit here and say that everything, you know, you always have a handle on it, but I was messaging a friend of mine, Jeremiah, um, who I've been doing some work with. And I told him, I think it was about four weeks into COVID. And I was like, you know, man, this is kind of the first day I felt normal, you know, because before I was traveling a lot to Louisville, you know, I was traveling to see clients and it was, you know, there was a rhythm there, but it was, it wasn't a consistent it wasn't a consistent schedule to where things were honed in. And it took about a month after COVID for me to get everything realigned. And then we did a lot of internal work and a lot of internal changes and, and just some platform and application changes. And it was, it was just a lot of org dev for ourselves, which is something we didn't really take a lot of time on. You know, we use the analogy, you know, between the group of us that, you know, it's similar to when you have a, you know, a mechanic who spends all this time working on everyone else's car, but his car is falling apart. And it's not completely analogous in that we were quote unquote falling apart, but you could definitely see some things that needed attention and just like our cloud service and, you know, our reporting methodology. And, and those are all things we were able to revamp and it turned out really, really well, and it turned out to be an efficient thing. You know, just one quick little story here. You know, beforehand, before we started uh, migrating reports to an automated basis, we were generating reports manually. And at any one time, we could be sending 15 to 20 reports per month, you know, based on the number of clients that we had. And in each of those reports were sub-reports from different platforms. So you might have one client that has six or seven reports. So as you can see, if, if let's just say there's 10, you know, that very quickly can become up to 60 manual uh, PDFs that we're generating every month. So that was a big time constriction, but we couldn't find an outlet that we liked that could integrate our clients and also integrate all of the systems that we liked. So after about 10 applications and endless webinars, we decided to land on a, a company called Agency Analytics that has really good tie-ins and, and really good reporting as far as being able to drill down and understand what, uh, you know, what the advertisement is doing, how it's performing, you know, the A-B testing integration. There's just a lot of really good things. And also just like website audits, website checks, some SEO reporting. 
and it, it turned out to be a really good application that, that people are seemingly happy with. And I know we are here because a lot of it's automated as well. So obviously there's some manual manipulation monthly, but but the reporting and the in the conjuncture of all of those different elements, Google My Business, Facebook, Google Ads, Instagram, LinkedIn, all of those components are housed in one space and a, a PDF is generated over all of those reports. And that's been a very helpful time-saving thing. It probably saves me anywhere between, you know, 10 to 20 hours per month, which is which is tremendous. So so it's those types of things that we are working on during this time. And it's those types of things that, you know, we were encouraging other businesses to look at as well, because as we recognize things that could potentially be going wrong in our company, we want to spread that message to other businesses to say, hey, this is something that we failed at, or not necessarily failed at, but this is something that we weren't doing as good of a job at as we should have. You should look at this as well and see if you can find any value in, you know, learning from our mistakes. So so that's been a lot of this time during COVID-19 is, you know, we've had a lot of clients go on pause or just kind of, you know, be on the suspended tier um, until businesses reopen. And the other thing that's challenging is Michigan and Louisville, two completely separate responses to COVID-19. Michigan was much more locked down due to the number of cases that we had. I think Michigan's the 10th largest state in the country. And we had, I think at one time, the number three uh, spot for COVID cases. So, you know, it was just, it was disproportional to the size of the state we are. And also we're pretty geographically spread between the upper peninsula and Northern Michigan. And then obviously you have the condensed Detroit Metro area, but Louisville, on the other hand, it's a big hub as well, but they ranked very low in COVID cases. And, and there's a lot of different factors to that. But at the end of the day, what mattered was, well, how do we reopen? And in what way do we stage our business in conjunction with the government's reopening at a state level? And that's something that I think we did well. And it's something that we're still doing as Michigan is still on a stay home, stay safe order until June 12th. But several businesses have been given the green light to reopen in, in stages and um, I was actually down in Louisville last week, and it was really cool to see how businesses were adapting to this and reopening, and people seemed to be very happy with with what was going on there. But yeah, it's been a wild time, and I know for us, you know, we're still in the stage of growth. You know, I have two new employees starting between this week and next week, and you know, uh, we hired a full time web developer um, as well as a creative assistant, and it's you know just an effort because we know we're going to have a lot more things coming in, so it's an effort to be able to delegate and uh, and set up what uh, you know what Jocko Willink refers to as a business uh, decentralized command which is really important because at the end of the day I can't be making every single decision for the business so we need to be putting people in place uh, to be in a position where they can also make decisions and, and take some of that responsibility as well um, so yeah it's been a big period of growth a big period of learning and you know now that we have a pretty good schedule in place you know these podcasts are going to be dropping every Monday going forward just to kind of kick off the week and I'm going to try and record them every Monday morning so they stay pretty current and then get them up you know before close of business that's kind of the game plan on Mondays and it's just that motivational thing to to keep things going and I might drop some podcasts intermittently here and there 
But basically, the the goal of this show has just been to document our story and also tell stories of other small businesses. And I think we've done a pretty good job of that. But like I said, it's just not been consistent. You know, we've, we're still in the teens as far as episodes go, and we just need to do a better job at releasing episodes. And that's something that we tell all the other creators that we have is if you want to grow a podcast into something something large or just something with good traction, you need to stay on a consistent schedule. And that's, you know, that's kind of like uh, us not taking our own advice, <laughs> you know, to be fully transparent. So um, it's it's something that we're going to do a much better job at going forward, especially with the other shows that are coming on the network. And, and also as we launch the, uh, the speakeasy shows as well. And we're, you know, we're in pre-production on, I think I want to say five shows right now, which is kind of cool. So, so yeah, man, it's been a wild time and, uh, I really, really appreciate everyone that takes the time to listen to this. I know, you know, before COVID, you know, we had between 500 and a thousand listeners per episode and that was really nice to see the RSS feed go up. And hopefully we can scale back to that point. So uh, the biggest thing is just consistency and messaging. So that's something that we're going to keep trying to work on and keep trying to provide value to people that listen and also keep episodes, you know, right about the 10 to 20 minute mark, just so people can listen to it in one sitting and get hopefully, uh, you know, some value of what's going on. So yeah, that's, that's basically it. And then next week uh, I'm going to be talking about uh, some different changes that we've made to platforms and then also some things that are changing on Google and Facebook that people ought to be aware of as well. So again, I think that'll close out uh, this week's episode and I really hope that, um, you know, that you guys have all you know been doing well. And one thing that, one thing that we've been distancing ourselves from is, you know, in the first couple of weeks, you know, we, every email started out with, um, <laughs> you know, we hope you're doing well, hope your family's doing well. And I think a lot of people, want to get out of this COVID mindset. Obviously it's something that everyone needs to be careful about. I know for us, we're trying to show that COVID is not going to impact small businesses uh, any longer as far as being, uh, being regressive. We're going to, we're trying to spread the message that, you know, we're going to keep progressing. We're not going to let this slow us down and hopefully other business owners will, will carry that torch as well, because at a certain point, we need to get back to work. You know, we need to get back and and do things in a meaningful way. And as the data suggests, you know, we can do that. We can do that quite well. So, so that's what we're going to be focusing on is really just a message of positivity and and reopening and and progression as it relates to small business. And, and uh, that's something we're going to keep continuing on. So again, I hope you all have a great start to the week. Hope it's a great Monday for you guys. And uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. Take care.